You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. Uh, we actually connected through a homie, True. True, for those who don't know, don't watch TV. Um, you know, he's a great brother. He's always like trying to connect the right people. And he invited me to come through to, to the studio um, just to sort of see what, you know, he was working on and to meet some other people. And, you know, I just pulled up. Everyone was like creating something, whether it was like a painting, um, photography, uh, music, you know, or just like having a good conversation. So like just walking into the space um, that, you know, you guys created, you know, I'm really, really thankful for that, you know. so. You know, it's great to sort of like, you know, work on your own things, but then to also like, you know, meet people who are also just as determined, just as focused, just as passionate about what they do, um, even if it's something different, you know, and just sort of gaining inspiration from that. So um, I consider you one of those people, man. Um, and every time, oh, we, <laughs> yeah, every, every time we've like connected or, or spoke, you know, I just, you know, I feel like I learned something um, or you just like show me a little bit of what you're working on. I'm just like, this is going to be crazy, you know, so like <laughs> it's great to just sort of see how you've just, you know, developed, you know, and, you know, you're just taking your time and enjoying it, man. And it just feels like you're creating an atmosphere for other people to also find what they're passionate about and to try new things. So, yeah, man, without any further ado, please introduce yourself. Hey, everyone. This is Chris Cook. Uh, I'm a Brooklyn native, born in East Flatbush, raised in Best Eye. Actually, get into the arts about five or six years ago, mm. and I think originally it started with a camera. Uh, I had did different type of arts before and sketch when I was little. Kind of fell off from it mm. due to life, and you know things are changing as you grow up as a teenager. I hear you. Uh, but slowly start picking back up, and I think what really helped was just uh, find like a medium I was comfortable with, mm. and that was photography for me at that time. And still ongoing, I'm still shooting every bit of the day, mm. and it's something which is now became a huge part of my life. Mm. I can kid you not, I would do wake up, and you know something that would just get me out of the bed. Mm and just go outside and see, you know, see new people or learn new things along the way was photography. Wow. Yeah. Because it's just, for me personally, I guess as any other creator, you know, agree as well too. Mm. Like once you have something that just give you that, that mm. motivation to go out and do it, and that's photography. Uh, also, I just wanted to just give a shout out for True as well too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, True is definitely a homie. When I first met him, we just automatically clicked. Mm. And it's just the same mindset of just having the passion of what you love doing. And a lot of stuff I see him do motivate me to push myself as well too. And I think that's one thing that I love about just, you know, uh, creatives in general and me and the right creatives as well too, is just that we push each other to create more. That's real. Thank you for sharing that, man. I feel like, you know, it's, it's funny you even mentioned even your, your love for photography because you brought, you know, a photo album that I'm flipping through <laughs> as we're having this yes. conversation. So if you hear any pages turning, it's because I'm flipping through this dope, you know, photo album. And I really appreciate that, man. And I mean, we've spoken about that, too, in the past as well. Just right, sort of right, like right. having physical photos and the value of that. You know, it's like it's great just to sort of like be able to manifest those moments in, in a physical form, you know, that you can have as like a physical memory mm. and you can share it with someone. You can put it in their hand and say, oh, this is a physical memory that, you know, I lived and you can tell a story about it. 
So I'm really glad that you brought this, man. Um, so, thank you. Yeah, thank you for even sharing about True. I, f- I agree with you as well, man. Um, he also has an episode um, on the Open Canvas as well. Oh, amazing. Um, so for those who are listening, you can find True's episode as well. Yeah, man, I feel like even when I came to the studio, like when we first connected, you know, I was really interested in just learning more about what was happening. Hmm. Um, for those who don't know, can you let us know what, like, what the studio is and where it is? All right, so... I've managed a full studio and I also have a dark room in my own personal space. Just to get there, it is Westrick, Brooklyn. Uh, the dark room in, in the full studio is both separate. Uh, for the dark room itself, it's more, I said, as a workstation where you could have a digital side, but then you also have an analog side. So this is great because, like, you know, you have two choices. A lot of times, I know as a photographers, they can only choose one, mm-hmm. which is either analog or digital. But at least for this space, you know, you're able to choose either or. The end goal is always either digital or a roll of film. The end goal is like to be able to print your work, which I really feel that is about something that a lot of people don't value as well too. Mm-hmm. The photo space is more for rentals, like a photo shoot, video shoot. Occasionally we have events as well too. I usually define that space as just an open canvas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. No, and I highly recommend, you know, anyone who's listening to follow up with you. You know, if you're interested in learning more about, you know, the studio or even just like have photos of your, your own that you want to get developed or even just to learn. You know, I feel like, you know, it's really great just to see what you're doing, man. I, I mean, mm. I remember just walking in and just being like, it's great to know that this exists. You know, because I feel like these types of spaces are a lot less readily available for people. And to know there's someone like yourself who not only can provide the space, but is also genuinely interested in the person and in the creative who's bringing their work or creating in the space, mm. um, you know, is just as important, you know. So so it's great to have both of those things, man. So I appreciate what you're doing for real. Thank you again. I think overall why I started doing this particular thing was mainly because you know someone passed it on to me mm. uh and a lot of stuff which i learned photography wise was because uh, i met great people and had like really great mentors to just show me like the way a couple of shout outs as well too uh shout out to jamel shabazz if mm. you guys don't know definitely check his workout big shout out yeah. big shout out <laughs> uh he definitely paved the way for a lot of uh black photographers mm. and his work is extremely strong so if you guys do not know that photographer definitely recommend checking out his work uh also and also shout out for like as when i used to work in the camera shop shout out like the ogs in KM as well too mm. a lot of stuff i learned from like camera wise was from people that been in the industry for a long time and this goes from just working from the camera shop and to where i am now which is freelancing in the photo industry and a lot of it i just it just been always love i feel like one thing extremely uh is valuable is to pass on knowledge especially when i first started you do have so much about resources you could go to but I think one research that is always valuable by itself is always word of mouth. Yeah. And I learned so much more because I feel like that's more peer to peer and seeing it, how to do it is exactly how I, you know, start passing on my knowledge as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone want to learn how to, you know, let's just give an example, like build up a roll of film. One of the things I always recommend is first thing is stop by and see how I do it. Mm-hmm. 
And that's how I started learning how to do a lot of things was, you know, I stopped by and I asked, hey, could I see you do this? Or, you know, questions are good to ask. And I fully believe that, you know, in order to know more is you have to ask. One thing I learned throughout creating was just be able to communicate. I mean, I'm realizing a lot of the things you're talking about as I'm flipping through your photos. You know, I think like even expressing acknowledgement of people, you know, acknowledging not only the people around you, acknowledging a moment. You know, I think we're, we're all sort of just, especially in New York, just living our lives. It's very easy to get into tunnel vision and it's sort of just like, all right, I got to get from point A to point B. I have to get, you know, from downtown to uptown. I got to get from Harlem to Brooklyn. I got to get from work to mm -hmm. the, the party after work. You know, it's like you're, you're constantly just in, in transit. Um, but being able to be mindful and to, to like stop or even not even stop, just to sort of look around as you're in motion and to sort of see what's happening around you and who's around you. And, you know, New York is one of the most beautiful cities in the world if you look, mm -hmm. if you most open definitely. your eyes, you know, and I think, um, you know, it's one of those things that I constantly have to remind myself of, you know, because it's very easy. It's very easy to just like snap back into just work, 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 work mm -hmm. and forget like to live, you know, so it's important That's to right. live. Um, and it, I think even in your photography, you know, it's something that's reflective of that. You know, it's like you're living as you're, you know, documenting. Mm -hmm. And even more so than documenting, just capturing moments. So uh, a lot of those years that I've raised in New York, mm -hmm. I never really, I guess I wouldn't say value, I mean, photography, but just the arts in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I can't, I'm not sure why it is because it, it could be just like, you know, schools I go to didn't really enforce art education or you know something i just never pick up or let's say my family wise you know there's not much people that i see in my family besides my big brother that actually drew or did any type of art mm. and you know all i did as a little kid was just nothing much but doodles mm. but one of the things i came to realize now but because you know with these doodles it's something where you know it's coming straight through the mind like channeling <laughs> exactly yeah. and it's more of a meditative thing that we realize as well too just a small story just like how i got into photography it was really just chance honestly it was just really the chance i started skateboarding uh around college years and i think like once i got out of high school that's when i start exploring a lot more the city could offer and one of the things which, you know, that made me uh, go to point A to B was skateboarding. Mm. And I think with skateboarding, it just opened my eyes through a lot of different things that I could not imagine. Mm. So, I mean, one shout out for skateboarding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that uh, That's something that, you know, I always wanted to get into when I was a little kid, but just never had a chance to do so. But I feel like it happened at the right time because when I started skateboarding, I got introduced to photography. Took the chance to do some photography and what, what introduced you to photography was somebody shooting you or somebody someone recommended to me uh his name is muhammad floyd shout out to muhammad shout out to muhammad man yeah. uh i remember the first uh day like i remember like at night and he was just breaking down stuff to me like how a camera works mm. and he was just telling me like yeah bro i think you would probably enjoy this if you give it a shot and like i didn't really give it like you know any thought i was just like yeah fuck it why not <laughs> let me just see where it goes from there right. but i think what happened was like after like the first couple of photos and i was looking through it it's just something it just hits it hit me differently i don't know it's something i can't really explain but it was just kind of like I know exactly what you mean <laughs> like i really i really did enjoy it like yeah. i enjoy so much just mm -hmm. shooting and just when i was shooting i was just capturing memories 
it's like something that like you know i could guarantee when i get older and once i have kids you know i'll be like yeah this is what i used to do back in the days so before like how i got up to this point it was mainly because i'm capturing memories history stuff that i know that you know because at that time when i was skateboarding and hanging out with the friends i was with and everything that i wasn't too sure that you know hey i might even know them like later on in life so i felt that it was just at that time it was very important like let me capture whatever i see in front of me because you know next couple of years i might not know where i might be you know we think about it having a, an amazing like new york summer day just that memory so many of these days may happen but to be able to capture it and to sort of have that two years three years five years from now i completely understand what you're saying man <laughs> and i think that's what led up to the photo album mm. so a lot of my photos i like to just organize them in photo albums mm. so it was just a good way to be able not only just to organize my uh whole photos but be, to be able to show to others as well too that hey this is like what i did this time and i feel like you know it was just once i started doing the full albums that's what made me push to the next step was just make large larger prints as well too and along just along the years uh as like you know as i slowly learned more along the way i used different cameras uh and techniques but i guess at the end of the day whatever you use at that moment is the best camera you're using and i just look through the album like you know a lot of people think you know think oh like uh this is in film and sometimes you'd be surprised I'm like no this got shot digital actually and it's what i remember like few people did ask me during the solo show was basically hey do you prefer film or digital and i'm just like whatever works <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and that's also something to mention too you just had uh, a solo show that you yes. know i want to talk about so if you could sort of like speak on that a little bit and even that experience for you like for the solo show uh, one thing i will have to admit is like it was extremely last minute <laughs> <laughs> it was something i was not even thinking of like a week ago mm. Uh, so the solo show was based on and I wanted to just put the solo show, solo show as like this is some recent work I've been working on and even from last year I was always talking about having a solo show yeah. but it was a lot of roadblocks that came out of the way I didn't have to print enough prints to do it I didn't have enough funds to find the place I didn't have this I didn't have that and it just came to the point that I felt that I was making more excuses than actually just getting it done so once i think what really changed recently for me was when i went to art basel mm. and just being around so many uh established uh, artists made me really overlook like my career as an artist because one thing i noticed when i was over there was uh even the most established artists they all work together like even like big or small they all work to get projects done that opened <laughs> like my eyes mm. like on like just the industry in the whole i took whatever artwork i i went to miami with and i went right in front of like i think it was at scope yeah. scope is like another art fair uh that's around they're pretty big as well too so i ran right in front of scope and just put my artwork up and just like hey it's going to be an audience of people that's passed by so the main thing was just showcase my work and I was able to sell one, two pieces of artwork because I just took the chance to just like, hey, this is what I do. Yeah. Now, fast forward to the solo show, 
uh same mentality i was like you know what there's uh same building as well too uh every so often they have vacant rooms because you know some people just need it for a couple months they do like a particular project you know who knows and this room that was next door to uh, the dark room it was just open it was vacant so all i basically did was just i asked like you know hey well the landlord of course was like hey could i use this for a certain amount of days i'll pay whatever uh like i even like paint because someone who left they uh they painted the whole room pink <laughs> so i was just like and no she's i think they still got someone to paint over it but the pink is like when you paint over like a strong color like pink or red mm-hmm. like it's multiple coats that you gotta have to put on Definitely. it Definitely. so i used to intern in two art galleries so mm-hmm. like i have an idea like how to set up like art uh, artwork on the walls and just make things presentable and that's exactly what I did. I painted, uh, I painted the walls just one more time. I hit, I nailed all the artwork up and everything, make it look organized. And I did this within less than 24 hours. And I think the feeling, I think it was just a great feeling just to do, maybe because I, I was testing myself, can I really do it? Yeah, yeah. Can I really do a solo show? Like, what's my excuses now? I have all that's available right me. What could I do? And I got it done. I think that's the thing. I got it done. I did a couple hours. I've promoted here and there, but I sent it out to a couple of people, mm-hmm. sent it out on social media, and I'm just like, whoever wants to come and check it out, just come and see what I've been doing. And it was just a great feeling just to get it done, mm-hmm. mainly because like I proved to myself, or you know, from last year that it could get done. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no excuses. You could you could do it, yeah. and it was just a great feeling just to have people just stop by because even. Uh, some people that uh, didn't know my artwork, they were just like, "Wow, man, I have no idea you was doing this." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just a great feeling just mm-hmm. to get that shit done. No, congratulations, man. I, I want to say that to you, like, you know. And I even told you before we started recording. It's like, you know, it's so good to see that you're doing this because it's a true passion of yours, mm-hmm. you know. But it's also great to have the people around you who care about you just acknowledge that and acknowledge what you're doing. Um, because yeah, man, it gives us a chance to appreciate it, you know. And I think that's what's really dope. You know, I'm still flipping through the photo album as we're talking, mm. and yeah, man, it's like each photo is like a great moment that I'm like, yo, this is. I'm like thinking, what was this day like? You know, how did you know you pull up on these, you know, three gentlemen? You know, and I, I remember seeing this guy. Oh, uh, we're like, look at yes. the photo album right now. But, <laughs> I remember seeing this guy. Is this by like um, DNH? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this um, um, older photographer. Yes. Um, His name is uh, Luis Mendez. Luis Mendez. Yeah. And shout out to him. He's always like aware, aware of everyone around him, mm-hmm. around, you know, who's walking by, and he's like, you know, he's a perfect example of like a black photographer who is doing what we're talking about. Oh yes. You know, he's living that. Yes. He's living the life of someone who who understands the value of people. Yes. And you know capturing that. So yeah, I'm just like looking through all these photos now, and just like man, you're you're really doing it. You really yes. are manifesting um, these moments for us to then now appreciate. You know, so thank you for doing that for real. Thank you. I mean, it's yeah. definitely fun doing it. I just hope to do it more. I, small story on Louis Mendez. Yeah, as well talk too. about him. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember the first day I met him, and he he had that exact camera. Mm. Uh, which is a crown graphic uh, 4x5 those cameras are was really big back in the day 
days because it was what reporters was using to send to newspapers because of the quality and how compact it was. Yeah. And for those who uh, obviously can't see the picture we're looking at now, just the, the, the model of that camera, just to see that on the street in like 2019, 2020, like you're like, yes. what is this? <laughs> you know, it's like a really like old school camera that's like, he's maintained it. It looks like it's brand new, you know, but it's, it's dope. Yeah, continue, man, continue. So I remember meeting him and uh, we was talking for a bit and I remember, like, at that time, I was working a nine to five, mm-hmm. and he was just. I remember one of the questions he was asking me is like, "When you, when are you gonna leave that nine to five and start making some real money?" And I was just like, "Huh." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just it kind of hit me different because I was just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I want to," and it just made more sense because in order for me to take more moments, I'm going to have to have free time to do so, and I think what when talking to him so many times it definitely really pushed me out of like my shell where you know i was worrying about oh i gotta pay bills which of course you still have to pay bills yeah. at the end of the day if you're an artist first thing is you have to make sure your bills is paid because it's the only way you're going to be able to create more art <laughs> but one thing that i definitely talked to him it definitely pushed me to think more things as owning your own business mm make it your own money and not having anyone else be able to tell you you can only do this that third and seeing him even the most simpler ways where he's taking photos on people on the street but he's making a living off that as well too mm-hmm. there's another photographer who does something i think he was tart underneath him as well too mm-hmm. can't remember his name right now i feel so bad but he also do the same thing similar to uh, Luis Mendez. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> we know who he is. <laughs> we know who he is. I'm sure I, I start even after this, I'm going to look through Instagram and I'm like, fuck, I forgot his name. Nah, nah, it's all good, man. <laughs> but he's usually in Soho. Mm. And he also had a gallery, I think, last year. Mm. And it was really amazing because it illustrated not only the portraits he's take but also the street stuff he takes as well too with that uh crowd graphic as well too and it's just I, it was a beautiful thing seeing that how you know coming from Luis mendez he's passing it down generation to generation mm-hmm. so it's something like that i really do enjoy like meeting him and seeing like uh how he's passing his knowledge to others yeah and it's a beautiful thing yeah yeah so anyone who lives in new york you know definitely like if you see if you see him you know you'll know you'll know who we're talking about and (laughs) and like i'm just definitely really um yeah glad to even be flipping through i feel like the conversation is sort of matching with each page that i turn in the photo album it's crazy yeah so is there anything that you're you're working on currently or things that you sort of um you know are, are excited about you know within the next couple months or so i think one of the major things right now is i'm working on a fellowship from the brock museum right now and it's definitely it reminds me of just class in college again <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things i'm starting to learn more is just like i guess the insider just like how like the art industry works mm. and you know it could be a really confusing world as well too but just sitting down and talking to like the people who you know help make make it how it's supposed to be regardless if they're a dealer itself or they own the art gallery yeah. but have the access to just talk to them and ask questions is really good because that's the same thing as applies they're passing knowledge to someone else mm. and that's something where unfortunately that's something we don't have a chance to really do much of 
because we have so much access to you know online and so much data but a lot of times sometimes this data we get online is fake so that's why you know I, I could just keep repeating myself like passing on the knowledge is very important yeah, nothing beats walking into the room and asking a question you know I feel like the actual human interaction like you can't beat what you'll be able to learn in that that setting you know even if you can learn a lot you know from googling it but sort of being able to just have a conversation with someone who can sort of like tell you a story about something that you have to sort of be in the room to hear it and feel it you know so yeah so how has that been just like you know in the museum space and sort of understanding that world it's pretty interesting because uh it's a lot of things i did not know and a lot of things that i did my own personal research and was able to just uh put one and one together and it's like oh okay that's true so it's kind of more of like a fat check into me. I started so far, just pretty much just started. So within those two or three days, I still learned so much along the way. I was uh, talking to like an art dealer and she managed about six or seven artists. So one of the things which, you know, I made sure I came prepared was just bring up a whole bunch of questions. So I came in, I think I was like only one and I just have like a whole bunch of questions list down and I was like, I'm just gonna read everyone. And I think like, you know, when she came in, like she definitely had like, you feel the aura. Yeah. You could feel that, uh, she, you know, she's doing big things. So I was just like, all right, cool. It was like, and that's why I was like, yo, this is perfect. Mm. You know, this is the moment I'd be able to ask like the questions I can't really get out. Now she's in front of me say, go ahead. Mm. I'm definitely going to just jump on it. It's yeah. like, wh why not? Uh, I think there was one thing that stick to me. And I think it was just basically, is it worth it to, you know, get yourself within a gallery? One of the things is it can help, but one of the things I noticed that a lot of artists that, you know, who's upcoming, one of the things that, you know, they should look for is uh, communicate with other artists that's established. Mm. Because a lot of times what happens is they will always get people or dealers who just like, hey, who's the next upcoming person we're looking, uh, do you know that, you know, we could definitely work with? And most likely the established artist is going to put someone on that they feel is comfortable with or they trust because at the end of the day don't matter whatever creative entry it is word of mouth is always key uh so just building relationship with different people or is matters the most because you just never know how one person could just i mean just like right now i think that's a perfect example because you know knowing true yeah. i was able to meet you yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. No, and, and I even see that as well, even in this conversation. It's like from you going to this fellowship and then asking the question, you know, you're gaining and soaking up this, this understanding and this knowledge. And now us having this conversation, that knowledge is now being shared with other people who now mm -hmm. have access to this understanding, you know, and it's like that's how it should be you know it should be like very open source you know mm -hmm. very much like as as you learn you know just sort of giving it back and sort of like sharing it actually does good for you as well you know it's like it's it's all you know an, an ecosystem we're all connected in this and especially as artists and as creatives like sort of us being able to sort of realize like what you just said like you know looking towards each other you know and realizing the power of each other you know is sort of like whether that's in sharing information sharing knowledge experience or even just supporting each other and just saying you know i'm seeing what you know someone is doing and i'm going to acknowledge that we're sort of beginning to all realize that you know in acknowledging each other 
we become so much more powerful. We become so much more confident in our ability and also in how it resonates with others. So I'm just noticing it, man. It's like, it's great to sort of see. I'm rambling now, but no. yeah, it's great to see how, how you're doing that in your own way. No, you know? it's powerful. And I could add on to that. I remember it was one shoe I assist on, but there was one man I met. Uh, we was doing the interview and we had to take portraits of. And I remember he was telling about his father who was, he was a scientist. I didn't know what type of scientist, but he was very knowledgeable, but he never passed on his knowledge to his kids. Mm-hmm. So I remember he was just telling me like he he knows he, he was very knowledgeable, but he just never talked to his kids about like what he learned, mm. and he passed away, and w- with all that knowledge with him as well too, mm. and it was just I remember he was expressing just kind of you know ashamed that he wasn't able to learn exactly what his father uh, was working on, and you know so that's why you know knowledge is very important just to pass on because you just never know what would uh have a person would take that and then push it to the next level which i think is very important the size of fellowship uh i wanted to go back and travel again out of the country uh so people in london (laughs) if you're listening i will be there pretty soon nice nice uh and next is what another thing which i learned when i was in art basil is experiment that's the next step uh, and the show did help me show like, hey, this is one style of work I, I, I finished working on. Now, the ne- not to say that I'm going to stop doing the style, but the next step is now to experiment. All right, what can I do next? Yeah, yeah. And that's the next project, which is seeing what could I experiment? What could I do next? Yeah. What could I make? You know, it could be the same element, but one thing I've been learning through seeing other established artists, or just my own research as well too. As an artist, your main thing is taking something and figure out how I could make variations through that one concept. Mm. Finding uh, different ways to express it. Yes. Yeah, wow. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that comes to life for you, man. Even looking through the photos that you have shared and you know some of the work that you are doing that I've seen, like I just feel like it's it's just natural, man. I feel like you're, you're sort of learning and applying at the same time. <laughs> you're like, as you learn, you're immediately applying it. So it's good to see how you're, you're just like in your process of like gaining knowledge and then just sharing it and sort of just realizing it in real time. So it's dope. It's even dope to have this conversation right after the, yes. the solo show because it's like you're, you're still in the middle of it. You know, you're still in the middle of that experience. So. Uh, I'm really happy to sort of have this conversation with you, man. And um, so, yeah, man, uh, how can people find more of your work and, you know, and things that you're going to be doing? Let's start with Instagram. Uh, my, I have two Instagrams. Sorry. <laughs> it's just I have two sides of work that I just started to be better just to split apart. So for, let's say, something similar to what I show in my art show, Instagram handle for that is uh, visually underscore conscious. My other Instagram is... Uh, Cooks underscore studios with Cook Studios is quite different. Uh, it's more focused on editorial and portrait work as well too. But I do like love just uh, working with portraits as well too, which is something which I didn't seem to do as much. But as I start shooting a lot more people in my old documentary work, it just came hand to hand, and I just decided to split them just differently because they both illustrate. Um, a different story but I am starting to notice how now I'm combining both together and I think that leads to my next project which I'm working on which is uh, Off the Dome 
which focus on how black creatives create in a sense so a lot of it i have got from like you know artists which making their own craft and just be able to just come in and just illustrate this is how they do it and i really like how this one is going because it's just taking both worlds and just combining it as one so i'm really looking forward to see how this one comes up as well too yo I, just the, the title of that off the dome like that there's so many layers to that you know so I, i'm looking forward to seeing how everything comes together man so just want to say say thank you again for for everything that that you shared man um you know i'm excited just to see how you continue to sort of manifest these moments in your own way and also i want to say thank you as well for for being a help to me you know as i'm sort of learning more about you know the photos that i take and you know, and you've been like just, you know, wanting to help and like just, you know, being able to, you know, have someone who's being thoughtful about that. You know, I appreciate that, man. So thank you for, for helping me. Um, so, so yeah, man, uh, this is The Open Canvas. Um, I'm Taj Alexander with my homie here, Chris Cook. Appreciate it, man. Peace. <laughs> to find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email. Taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.